Support for this IPR podcast comes from Iowa Community Foundations, an initiative of the Iowa Council of Foundations, connecting donors to causes they care about. Details on the Endow Iowa Tax Credit Program at communityfoundations.org. Today is Tuesday. It is the 12th of September. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. South Dakota regulators have rejected Summit Carbon Solutions' application to build a carbon capture pipeline through the state. It's part of the same pipeline system that would run nearly 700 miles across Iowa. The South Dakota Public Utilities Commission voted yesterday to deny Summit's permit in large part because the company's proposed route would violate some county's rules for setbacks from homes and other structures. The commission says Summit could renew its application once it has resolved the conflict with the counties. The Summit project has now been denied on its first applications in both North and South Dakota. The final hearing for the pipeline before the Iowa Utilities Board continues today in Fort Dodge. The University of Iowa has launched a new program to train nurse midwives. IPR's Natalie Krebs reports the program was created to help address the shortage of maternal health care providers in the state. The program admits four students every fall. To qualify, students must have a bachelor's degree and be a registered nurse. After the five-semester program, students will obtain a master's degree in midwifery, which will allow them to take the necessary board exam. Lastasia Coleman is a clinical associate professor at the University of Iowa Hospitals and Clinics. She says nurse midwives can provide health care in many areas. Most people associate nurse midwives with pregnancy and birth, uh, but midwives can also provide um, primary care, regular gynecologic care, um, you know, really care throughout the lifespan. Coleman says the application cycle for next year starts in mid-December and ends in February. Johnson County's Economic Development Group and Chamber of Commerce have merged to form Greater Iowa City. IPR's Zachary Warren-Smith tells us the group aims to organize and grow the area business community. The Johnson County area isn't immune to national trends like the worker and housing shortage. The newly merged Greater IC hopes to help area investors and small businesses alike to navigate the market. Jenny Wunderlich is a co-owner of two small businesses in Iowa City. We're a fourth generation business, so that was a heavy baton being passed, and never have we had right such challenges with workforce over the years from my great-grandfather down to me. As a member of Greater IC's board, Wonderlick says having a common point for the business community is essential for markets that struggle to keep talent and bring in capital. Rather than requiring dues for service, the org claims it's opening membership to all businesses trying to make it in Johnson County. Part of that vision also includes advocacy with local and state government. A special election for an open Des Moines City Council seat will be added to the November ballot. The council decided unanimously yesterday to allow voters to fill the position vacated by Indira Shoemaker's recent resignation. The racial justice organizer defeated a council incumbent to win the seat in 2021, but she submitted her resignation this month after a six-month absence from meetings and work sessions. Any candidates running to represent Northwest Des Moines have 10 days until September 21st to file their candidacy paperwork. And the rain that fell Sunday night was welcome for a lot of people in the state, but the state's climatologist says it won't do much to alleviate the current drought. 
Justin Glisson says most of northeast Iowa is in extreme drought and has gotten six to eight inches of rain below average over the last several months. So you would need several months, if not more than a year, of above average precipitation to really extinguish the more intense and longer-term drought conditions that we've seen across the state. The latest U.S. Drought Monitor report says 91 percent of Iowa is in moderate to extreme drought. Glisten made his comments yesterday on IPR's River to River. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Find this podcast wherever you subscribe to them. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.